Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm so glad to have you along today. My name is Tom Short. We're going to get into the Word of God. And I'm really excited because I always like to learn new things or see new things in Scripture. We're talking about the Beatitudes, and I've probably read the Beatitudes hundreds and hundreds of maybe a thousand times or more. I've thought of them, meditated on them, I've memorized them. And, uh, and yet, I think in the last 12 hours, I've learned some new things about them, even since I sent my email last night. As many of you don't know, I send a daily email, and often the night before, I write about what I'll be speaking about the next morning. It helps me crystallize my thoughts. And even from what I wrote last night, um, I think I've learned some new things. By the way, if you don't get that email, go to my website, TomThePreacher.com, and just you know enter in your email address there at where it says get his email, and then you'll be on the list and you'll receive those. Usually this morning time is a little bit more in-depth, but uh, the, the highlights are caught the night before, and you'd probably appreciate them. Anyway, let's get right into today's message, and let's. Uh, and I'm excited about it. I learned some new things and some important things. What's the verse? We're going through the Beatitudes, and we're now on the blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. The fifth of the eight Beatitudes. There's eight blessings that God gives. Blessed meaning that God gives a happiness, an internal joy, a spiritual prosperity, spiritual blessing. In spite of circumstances, in spite of anything else, this is something God gives. And these are these eight qualities are things we should all strive for. They, they're counter, counterintuitive, many of them, being poor in spirit, mourning, uh, things of this nature. Even later on, we'll see about being persecuted. They're counterintuitive intuitive that we would want these things or pursue these qualities. And yet God says, Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount here, that this is where true inner joy and happiness comes from. And so we should not resent these opportunities to grow in these eight qualities, these eight graces, shall we say, these eight uh, uh, character issues. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Now, years ago, I had a, I was talking to one of my mentors, and we were having a thing where, you know, I'd, I'd kind of blown it on something, and I I needed to, re- you know, I I was kind of being dressed down a little bit and, and uh, being... I, I, I had to eat some humble, humble pie and apologize and things of this nature. And I remember him saying to me, at, you know, that he was uh, glad to forgive me and glad to, you know, loved me and he affirmed me and he encouraged me. And he made the comment, I, he said of himself, quote, I've blown it so many times, I need to receive so much mercy from others, I sure am glad to give it myself. I couldn't withhold mercy from others because I need it. Ever since then, I've thought of mercy in terms of if I forgive others, I'll be forgiven. I'll be treated the way others treat me. The Bible nowhere promises that. I wish it did, but it doesn't. The Bible does not say that people will treat me the way I treat them. The Bible says I should treat them the way I want to be treated, and maybe if I'm fortunate, they will treat me and people show me the same grace, kindness, mercy that I show them. But as I was thinking about this, all these beatitudes, every one of them doesn't promise that human beings will show us these things, but these are the blessings of God. If I'm merciful towards others, God will be merciful towards me. You see what I'm saying? Maybe others will, maybe others won't. 
I'm not doing it for how others will treat me. I'm doing it for how God will treat me. Later on, you're blessed if you're persecuted. Why? You'll have rewards in heaven. Not from people. You have rewards in heaven. The people are persecuting you. Uh, all of these beatitudes, every one of them, God may, blessed are the more, those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Well, who comforts? Is it people who comfort you? It's God who comforts you. He may use people to do it, but ultimately it's God. This, it, this is what these beatitudes show us. They all talk about our relationship with God. They all drive us to God. And they basically say, if we live in the world, no matter what circumstances we're facing, it's God that brings us the blessing, the joy, the, the prosperity of soul, shall we say. And, and, and this is something that was new to me last night as I was thinking about this. Indeed, I wrote my whole email, start off by saying, if you need someone to forgive you, maybe start by looking and asking, do you need to forgive somebody else? If, you, if, if, if you've been a jerk and you want them to forgive you, well, have you, do you need to be forgiven? You see what I'm saying? But I don't think that's what this verse is about. It's not horizontal. It's about God's mercy, God's kindness, God's forgiveness. Something I freshly was meditating on last night as I went to bed and this morning as I was waking up. But also, what's, what's mercy mean? We don't use it. When was the last time you said, I'm going to show you mercy? We don't even use that terminology. I, I, I don't know if I've ever said that to a person. I'm going to show you mercy. It's, it's not in our language. And so I thought, what is it about this word? And I decided to go to the plain old simple dictionary and look it up. Because the, the Greek dictionaries that I usually trust in and and rely on for definitions, weren't adding a whole lot. Merciful just meant, well, show mercy. So I decided to go to the regular dictionary. Look at this. Mercy means to have compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. Wow. That brings a whole new idea to this. When we were in Israel recently on the sermon, uh, on the, at the Mount of Beatitudes, I taught on the importance of forgiveness. And it came from the Beatitudes and how Jesus said, if you don't forgive others, your Father won't forgive you. And that message, which I believe I put online here a week or so ago, about the importance of forgiveness, it really touched a lot of people's lives. Several people afterwards were, were very moved about as they were trying to work to learn to forgive people in their lives and how they've been hurt. Maybe some of you are listening in even this morning. But notice here, this takes it a whole nother step because mercy means that I'm going to have compassion. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to show kindness. I'm going to show forgiveness when, when I have the power to punish them, when I have the power to hurt them. Have you ever felt this way towards somebody? They've done something wrong to you or or maybe they've maybe they're just a mess of a life and rather than show them kindness, you want them to get punished. You want them to reap the consequences of what they've done. You think that's appropriate. Now, there is a place obviously for justice, but not for vengeance. There is a place for justice, not for vengeance. Vengeance belongs to God. 
we read in Romans chapter 12, leave room for the wrath of God, for vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. He says, never take your own vengeance. But looky here, have you ever felt like someone has harmed you and you want to punish them? Now, often when I think of mercy, you know, I think of in a court, a judge shows mercy. A judge shows, you know, the person deserves a long sentence and he, he commutes part of it, or a or a, a governor uh, offers clemency to someone who served some time already in jail, and that's mercy. I don't think of it in terms of myself. Do you? Do you think of it in terms of, I will forgive someone whom I have the power to punish them or to hurt them? You see, that's where mercy enters in. You say, well, I can't put someone in jail, or I couldn't, like, fire them from their job. But there's other ways we can hurt people. We can hurt them with our words. We can punish them with our words. We can punish them with our lack of words. That's one sometimes I'm more likely to do is give someone the silent treatment more than more, more than be mean words. I might just ignore them or, or shut myself off towards them or something like this. And, and, and there's a sense of I want them to understand how much they hurt me, and I want them, therefore, I want them to experience the same type hurt, the same level of hurt. Once they have, I'll forgive. That's not mercy. That's what Jesus is getting at here. That's what we can't have in our heart. This type of, I'm, I'm, I want you to suffer for what you've done. That's not being merciful. And it's, it's not forgiving. Whenever I look at definitions, I go to the regular dictionary in modern day online but I also go to the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. You can find that online, all the definitions. Just Google Webster's 1828 Dictionary. And you can look up what Noah Webster wrote down as definitions in 1828. See, he was a godly man, and a lot of his definitions come right out of the Bible. Let's look what he defined this. The, it's kind of long, but you're ready. The benevolence, mildness, or tenderness of heart which disposes a person to overlook injuries or to treat an offender better than he deserves. The disposition that tempers justice and induces an injured person to forgive trespasses and injuries and to forbear punishment or inflict less than law and justice will warrant. He has a lot of words there. It's a bigger definition, but isn't it good? to overlook injuries, to forbear punishing someone else, to be kind, to give them less, to, to, to show more compassion, more forgiveness than what they deserve. Again, I've never used in my mind, I've never used the word, I'm going to show you mercy. And it's one of the Beatitudes. We're called to be merciful to others. I have never once said, I will be merciful towards you. Maybe we've used a little bit different word, and it might have a little bit different understanding, and that's the word grace. It seems like often I hear people say, I'll show grace in this situation, or I'll show grace to you. And that's fine, but I think the more appropriate biblical word is mercy. Grace tries to capture it, but mercy is more powerful, because grace simply to me says, I'll overlook Mercy includes, I'll not only overlook, but I have the power to punish. See the difference? Grace, I'll give you what you don't deserve. I'll forgive. Mercy, I'm in a position where I could punish you 
I'll choose not to. So who, that leads back to the question, who's showing the mercy? Well, we should be showing mercy towards people who've harmed us that we could punish. We should be showing mercy towards people who don't deserve mercy. Maybe they haven't harmed us, but they just don't deserve kindness. And we could see them suffer, but we show kindness instead. We show compassion. This is a Christian thing to do. We should show mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. The one who shows us mercy is God. You may get it, you may not get it from another person. That doesn't matter. We show mercy not in order that other people are merciful to us. We show mercy because we want to receive it from God. And we want to be like God. Our God is a merciful God. God shows kindness and compassion when it's within his right to show judgment. And he doesn't. And that's how we should be. We live in a world that wants to punish people these days quite a bit. You think the wrong thing, you say the wrong thing, and people don't say, well, live and let live. They want to punish you. You have wrong thoughts. You want to, they, people want to punish you. They want to cancel you. They, they, they want you to suffer because you're not thinking of the right way or you're not voting the right way or you're not, you're not standing for a certain um, issues or whatever. They want to punish you. And friends, it's easy to want to punish them back. It's easy to want to punish them back. There's a place to stand for what's true and right and good. But also, remember, Jesus wants us to be merciful. And ultimately, as we have been seeing, those who live by his beatitudes, we will inherit the earth. Oh, the brash, powerful, mean, cruel, cancelers, unmerciful. They might be like Herod the Great who built a great empire, but it doesn't last. The empire that lasts is the empire of Jesus. That's what we live for. And Father, we bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you for your ways. Jesus, thank you for your kingdom. We want to not be overcome by evil, but to overcome evil with good. And we know that as we walk in your ways, that's what we'll do. And so we thank you for these beatitudes, and we pray we'd live by them. And we thank you, Jesus, that you show us mercy. You give us where we deserve to be punished. Instead, you've given us grace, forgiveness, salvation, kindness. You've blessed us with every spiritual blessing. It would have been enough just not to send us to hell. We should be forever grateful for that. But instead, you've exalted us, made us your own sons and daughters. Oh, we praise you, and we're so grateful. What a great God you are. How we pray that we would exhibit the same quality, that those who've hurt us, that deserve punishment, that we could hurt back, oh, give us a heart of mercy. And help us, Lord, to understand that and to use that word, the biblical word, that we would show mercy to others. We pray, we bless you. Lord, I just pray today, right now, as we've talked about this, any who you've brought to their mind that people need to be kind to or forgive or not secretly wish will be punished, I pray, Lord, give us this heart of mercy today, specifically for those people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, the Word of God's powerful. It's life-changing, and that's why we like to get into it every day. We come here live every morning, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. I hope you can join us. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll subscribe to the channel, like the video, 
share with your friends, leave a comment, but make a commitment to be here regularly. Watch your life change by the Word of God. It'll make you a new person and will be triumphant overcomers in the name of Jesus. To those who are here regularly, I love you. So glad you're with us. And, and I'm so glad that you are receiving the Word of God that's able to change your life, transform you, and save your soul. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.